Mai Govanen. Welcome to the Tolkien Lore Channel. I'm the Tolkien Geek. And I just wanted to get a quick video out before I watch the first two episodes of The Rings of Power. And I'll be watching it at the fan screening event in theaters. So later on tonight, I'll be doing that. And then hopefully I'll get a chance to interview some other people for their reaction to the show and have that video out soon. And then I'll have my own full review of the show out probably Saturday. But I wanted to put this video out first just to give kind of my last-minute thoughts in terms of hopes, fears, expectations, all that kind of stuff. And if you're watching the video and you notice I'm dressed a little differently than usual, that's because I'm doing this early on in the morning and before I go to work. So I kind of had to be showered and dressed in <laughs> a way that I don't normally do before I do one of these videos. But So here are my overall thoughts. There have been several people whose opinion I respect and who have been dumped on, actually, by a lot of people on Twitter, who have come out with positive things to say about the first two episodes. And that gives me some cause for hope because, you know, if, if people that I know that are giving opinions that are pretty positive and I respect their opinion, that's something that gives me cause for a little bit of hope on my end. That being said... They only saw the first two episodes, people, so don't go dunking on these people like they're shills for Amazon, because if they only saw the first two episodes, we don't know exactly how much chance Amazon had in those first two episodes to really get into potentially lore-breaking material. They just might not have covered much yet. So, yes, it's entirely possible that what they're coming out with now is positive for reasons completely different than what may end up being the case. Nevertheless, it at least gives me reason to think that the production quality is fairly high. Good acting, good music, good cinematography, you know, the beauty of the landscape, all these different things probably are at least good quality. That being said, what is my main concern? My main concern is and has always been being true to the lore. And I know a lot of people think that's a dog whistle. That's not a dog whistle, people. For me, it literally means just that. I criticize Peter Jackson when he deviates from the lore because I think the lore is better than Peter Jackson. When Rankin-Bass deviates from the lore, I criticize Rankin-Bass for deviating from the lore. I mean, I don't care who it is, who does it, what the reason is. I almost always prefer the original to whatever adaptation there is that deviates from the original. And there are a lot of indications that there are going to be deviations from the lore in this show. So that's going to be kind of my primary concern. Again, is there going to be much opportunity for that in the first two episodes? Don't know. From what I've heard from the few people who have been able to say little bitty details, we don't even really get anything about Numenor in these first two episodes. So the story isn't going to progress a whole lot, it doesn't sound like. So what we're going to get is going to be largely either setup or things for characters that are wholly original, like the Arondir and Bronwyn characters who are living possibly what seems to be like pre-Sauron Mordor. So that brings me to another point. The non-canon material that's being added in. Now, this was always going to be inevitable. In, in this adaptation, because if you're going to make a show, even one season, just about the second age, it's virtually impossible 
to adapt that accurately and not add a bunch of material that's not in the, the source text. It's, it's just virtually impossible because there's simply not enough in the Second Age materials that Tolkien wrote to create a really good story. Now, there's the backdrop of a lot of really good stories in there, like the story of Aldarion and Erendis is a really interesting story on its own terms, but even there you would have to add things to flesh things out a bit more, and you can't make just one season about Aldarion and Erendis. Can't do it. So there was always some inevitability that they would have to add new stuff, and I don't per se have a problem with them exploring non-canon characters in other parts of Middle-earth that we don't really get writings on. One of the things that a lot of people have commented is that it would be interesting, actually, to see Easterlings in their own environment before they were co-opted by Sauron to be enemies of the West and how that might have happened over time. We don't have any writings to that effect, but it would be an interesting thing to explore in a series about the Second Age because that's obviously really key to everything that happens later because Easterlings and Haradrim end up being the primary enemies other than orcs in the War of the Ring at the end of the Third Age. So there's really cool stuff you could explore that's not written about in Tolkien's writings that would be really great to see. What I'm worried about is the non-canon material is going to end up A, overwhelming a lot of the canon material, or B, just not be Tolkien-esque. It's going to be, and I know that's kind of a vague term and it's hard to define, but it's one of the key things I'm going to be looking for is, does this show seem modern? Does it seem like it's just fantasy written for a modern audience and not what Tolkien was doing, which was kind of recreating old legends in a different form so as to not appeal to a modern audience, but that nevertheless had an appeal for a lot of modern readers? Especially with stuff like the Silmarillion, you know, he wasn't writing that for anybody else's benefit but his own. The Lord of the Rings was more a bridge between The Hobbit, which was a very child-oriented story, to, you know, what the Silmarillion is, which is very much not a child-oriented story and a very kind of specialized type of thing. A lot of people have trouble with the Silmarillion, and I think that's because it's not a traditional type of story that most of us are familiar with reading, and so it turns a lot of people off. So, when I say it's not Tolkien-esque, there's a wide range of what counts as Tolkien-esque. But at the heart, I think, of almost everything Tolkien did, there are moral themes that carry through. There are, even in The Hobbit, where you have you know, serious anachronisms and all this other stuff, you have this hint of a vast backcloth of history and the ancientness of the story. And even when the story itself sounds modern it doesn't sound like a you know a modern show for modern people it sounds like modern things are in a setting where old older peoples are at play and there's just anachronistic things i mean the whole story is based in the idea that this is before there were no longer elves dwarves and wizards but nevertheless there's mechanical clocks and you know so I'm going to be looking for that. I'm going to be looking for, like I said, the theme of some of the morality, and I have concerns going into it based on some of the clips that we've gotten with Gilgalad and Elrond about that. We'll see how that plays out. I've already expressed that, you know, it's possible Gilgalad has his Faramir moment where he says something along the lines of, well, 
You know, it's easier to counsel somebody to break troth than to do it yourself. So maybe Gilgalad backs off of what he tells Elrond in the clips that we've seen. I'm not foreclosing any opportunities. I have a skeptical view of the show going in that hasn't changed. I have a slightly more hopeful view of it than I did before, thanks to the reviews of other people. But I'm still going in with kind of a skeptical frame of mind. But I'm trying to keep my mind open because I want to give as honest a review of this show as I possibly can because I think everybody at this point deserves that. Most people have already reached whatever conclusion they're going to reach. It's either awesome or it's terrible. It's like, I don't know if it's awesome or terrible. I have suspicions about where it's going to go, but that doesn't mean that that is entirely accurate. So those are kind of my fears in terms of I'm worried that they're going to be very modern in their sensibilities, modern in their morality, modern in their storytelling. And it seems like they're at least trying to sound more ancient because some of the dialogue that we get has a more and kind of an antiquity to it, the way the verbs and nouns might get inverted in the, the sentences and things like that. It seems like they're trying to go for an old-style feel in certain ways, but there's also some lines that I think just don't quite do that, so it's not clear if that's going to be a consistent thing throughout. So what I'm going to be looking for is, well, not not only is it modern, but can they also distinguish between various cultures? And it seems like they have at least a start of that, because the the Harfoots, halflings, hobbits, I mean, it's all the same thing, seem to be a very different style of speech and everything else from the elves, and we haven't seen enough of the Numenorians to really get a really good idea of them yet, but it seems like they're going to be pretty good at distinguishing them. I'm going to be looking for that sort of thing. You know, have they have they really kind of gone in and distinguished their mode of speech, their, you know, the the way that they talk, the the kinds of words they use, the the way they think about the world even. There's some hints that they're going to be doing that, but is it really going to be consistent and is it going to follow through? Um another thing that I'm worried about is storylines that just really do not fit with the Second Age. So there's supposedly this elf named Adar who is going to be a really bad dude and actually on the side of orcs. That is just not... There is no basis for that anywhere in Tolkien's writings at all. So if they do something like that, which I've seen just little hints of, I try to avoid as much spoilers as I can. If they do something like that, I'm going to be really, really down on that part of the story because that to me just is lore-breaking in a significant way. So I'm going to be looking for things that, while they don't outright contradict something stated in Tolkien's writings, nevertheless contradict certainly the implication of everything Tolkien ever wrote. And that's, you know, that's going to be a big deal. And there's a certain level of subjective interpretation in all of that sort of thing you, you're never going to get 100% agreement on everything. Was Galadriel a warrior? Yes and no. Was Elrond a warrior? Mm, yeah, but maybe how much? I mean, like, these are things that people, I think, bring a lot of subjective interpretation to and are taking a, their subjective interpretation and acting like it's an objective truth when they're taking it to extremes that aren't really objective. Now, there's certainly good reasons for a lot of those subjective opinions, 
But when you get down to it, my point is a lot of our opinions, they may have good basis, but they don't necessarily contradict anything in the lore. But there are things that are more or less heavily implied by the lore than others. So I'm going to be looking for those things and try to keep an objective frame of mind in terms of does this contradict what Tolkien said? Does it contradict what he seems to have implied? Or is it completely open and we just don't know? An elf leading a bunch of orcs and being a really huge bad guy in the Second Age is pretty strongly, I think, on the edge of it at least contradicts heavily implied stuff in what Tolkien wrote, if not outright contradicted by, you know, the types of things that he wrote about no elf ever willingly served Morgoth or Sauron. I mean, like, how do you get that and then have orcs and elves as allies? They hate each other. That's that's one of the key traits they have, is they both hate each other with a passion. So, I don't know if that's the direction the show is going to go. Like I said, I've just seen kind of hints of that, but those are that's another kind of thing that I'm going to be looking for. My hope for the show is that they can somehow manage to walk the line of being in the position of writing new stories, because they kind of have to, to fill in gaps and whatnot, without going just freewheeling and making so much stuff up that it no longer feels like Tolkien. If we're going to be adapting Tolkien's Second Age into a show, I want it to be primarily about the things that Tolkien was writing about. And it's really hard to tell if it's going to be going in that direction. So, those are kind of my initial thoughts. I have some hope that it's at least good production quality. I'm still skeptical about the lore aspect of it. And we'll see what we find out by the time we get through these first two episodes. And, of course, I'll be reviewing all the episodes as they come out on a weekly basis. I'll probably be releasing my reviews on the Saturday following each episode. So, keep your eye out for those. And, well, we'll see. Until the next time, I'm the Tolkien Geek, signing out for the Tolkien Lore Channel. Namariye. Thanks to all my Patreon patrons, especially Ringbearer's Ego Voice and One Patron to Rule Them All, and Elf Friends P.A. Brew News, Deanna Kaufman, Tracy Meehan, and Nathan Dufour.